Hello and welcome to TOVG tonight. Yeah. Once again, we're we're broadcasting live from our studio in uh, Not live. in New York City. Not from New York. None of us are. We're we're coming to you on on Twitch. I just saw fifty nope. cents outside. We do not have. Did you sit down and pick it, pick those fifty cents up? Yeah, I was, yeah. I was gonna say the famed rappers fifty cents. Yeah, yeah, the famed rapper F- um, fifty cents. You, 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 yeah. you know, likes you. to wear those uh, nice uh, colored. Uh, um, ooh, that's getting into a touchy subject. Anyways, let's go. Oh boy! You might need Welcome to, to the uh, TVG podcast. It's a podcast about video games and news and what we've been playing in. And news, <laughs> and not you finishing our sentences, and squeeze. never finishing our sentences, and never doing a good intro, and never might, doing a good segue. You might want to <laughs> squeeze every penny you can find on the floor uh, after after some very unfortunate event cents. happened to you, Matt. What? Uh, I, oh. I haven't had a chance to talk to you about the details this time, but well, okay. but apparently an Atlanta happened again. All right, as I've been corrected, I didn't get robbed this time. I got oh burglarized. Oh my god, I saw that. Off. And the, yeah, fuck what, off. What kind of a guy like walks in to someone dying on their hospital bed and is like, "Excuse me, you're not actually hospitalized. You have been uh in infirmarated." <laughs> infirmarated. I don't know. I'm just trying to like no, come I, up with I, a ridiculous I analogy. Understand. <laughs> the first time I got robbed, you, and many if, of the listeners uh, from way back would know that story. Uh, and uh, if you want to, if you want to hear the full full spiel, you can check out the channel. I did like a video about it or whatever. But the so this time around, I was at work, and I usually check my security system because I do have a security system. I got it in first. And then I was thinking about getting a gun, but never really pulled the trigger on it. (laughs) I I appreciate you for that. So I got like a bunch of motion sensors and all that type of stuff. So I, I was checking my security system and then I noticed that something was different about the layout and that Mm. the back, like a backdoor sensor has gone off. And I'm like, Hmm. Then all of a sudden, um, I get a call from, um, uh, my security system and uh, well the people that work there and they're like oh yeah someone broke in and um, the we sent the police but the police hasn't answered back <laughs> Jesus Wait, really? last always... time they were doing good I thought yeah exactly exactly and it, so it's weird it was like over like 50 minutes ago or something like that and I was like, okay. And he and uh, the person was like, oh, do you want us to send another dispatch out there and check if everything's okay? And I'm like, please do, because uh, that would suck. And because yeah. uh, my alarm is still going off, like it's still ringing. Um, so um, I get a call later, later on, like hours later, um, saying that, oh, yeah, um, the police got back to us after an hour. And told us that uh, they broke in through the back door and uh, everything's okay. Um, but they're waiting for, like, I guess no one's dead inside or something like that. That's what they are uh, We're waiting okay. for a key holder. Um, and uh, I'm supposed to meet the police officers there. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, they, why did, hmm, they answered, and I was like, 
they answered you guys back an hour later. That's that's pretty bad, right? Like if were they sitting there eating donuts? Like, you know, like what, mm-hmm. what was happening there? You know, I understand like the area is a little bit weird, but come on, like an hour later, <laughs> they could have somebody could have just went through my whole entire house and moved me out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And moved in <laughs> in an hour. You know, that, that's not... Someone could have made copies of your keys and just totally yes. been like, no, I, I am Matt Visual. I live here. Hello. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, it, you know, so I drive home and I'm like, hmm, you know, staying calm. And I'm like, oh, everything should be fine. Everything should be fine, right? The police police got there on time, right? I'm, I'm, I'm calming myself down to make sure I don't say anything to the police. Like, why didn't you... Like, why are you mad at your job? Because, you know, sometimes you got to look down and look at your skin color and, you know, you you don't want things to go down. You don't want to be another statistic. (laughs) So um, I go there and the police are not there and I open the door and the door is wide open. Oh, my God. Wide open. Nobody home. The door is wide open. This sucks. Like, the police... Getting there in ten minutes with the helicopter and a van was like the silver lining of the last story. Yeah, yeah. And this time they left my door open. My <laughs> back door is just broken. I took a picture of it. They must you know, have been I having a busy a day. <laughs> I closed it a little bit. I should have left it how it was. It's just like wide open. I was like, oh, okay. So the AC they, they is like didn't even running. Close the door on crazy. their way out. Yeah, and yeah, they couldn't even turn off the AC. Like, come on, guys, turn off the AC. My AC is running because it's trying to cool. It's trying to heat the the bottom stairs um, downstairs. Trying to make the, the rubbers uncomfortable. Right, you know. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. They're out. waiting for me. Like he could, <laughs> the homeboys could have just been chilling up there. These boys is not. So I look at the door, and you guys can see the pictures on my Twitter. They broke through my door again. The door was a bit stronger. So this time they just took off the frame um, and <sighs> broke through the frame. So now I should just get like a, a storm door or something. Or um, what I'm doing is planning on moving up north, it's just, just uh, North Georgia, where um, a bunch of you have all those door. white people with dogs with sweaters on them, walk dogs with sweaters <laughs> on them. I want to yeah, live in that head. place. Yeah. So... But um, so I I look I go upstairs and I see my PS4 missing because I mm. for, you know first thing you go into the main room the PS4 is missing the Street Fighter was in there and I was like oh, damn it <laughs> damn. damn it I you know like you download all the characters and everything and the PS4 is missing and I've been practicing anyways um my I left my stick in the other room so. That was fine at the time, but they took all the cables. You see him move the TV. So what happened is he broke through the back door, ran upstairs as fast as he could, took very fast things um, that he could carry. I'm guessing like he had a little bag, dumped whatever he could and ran out before the police came. Or maybe the police came late. I don't know. And he thought the police was coming because the, the thing was ringing. How do you yeah. think he knew which room to head to? I think, I think, this is only a theory, Shit. but I only a, caught a, a one of the dudes theory. last time. This oh. is one of the guys from the last robbery. Because so the last robbery, as I told... Ignore. 
Yeah, last Robbie, he had the PS4 in the bag and he had to leave it because the cops were at the front door. So wow, these are some fucking determined asses. That that is actually like some Home Alone shit. Yeah, yeah, dude, I want some death traps, man. Want a twerk? You know, like fucking fill some paint cans with cement and just set them to swing at any door that opens. (laughs) I would have loved to come home (laughs) to a a guy like thumbtacks on the stairs. (laughs) <laughs> yes yes yeah, Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. oh yeah that would be great so these guys went shopping in my house basically he's like you know what forget walmart you know i want something i just want to go shopping in someone's house you know man i wish you Five i almost wish discount. that you would have told this story in the news section because that would have been a great segue into a news topic but continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they, you know they still like you know uh, I'm just gonna move. <laughs> I'm just gonna move. I I think this is the second time it's happened. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna move. Uh, you also just move to Seattle. Just just hunker down with the rest yeah. of everybody. Yeah, yeah. It seems right, 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 right. Lee already moved up there. I'm pretty sure someone else moved up there too. And like everybody, there's been like six people who moved in the last year to Seattle that that are like in our scope of people we know. Yeah, yeah. So was the PS4 all they got this time? Or did um, they get anything he, else? Uh, they took they took a few games and um, some cables, the... for instance. So no, nothing. So the ta- but, the tally is around uh, around a thousand bucks. Yeah. What, what's really important, though, and that's is, without the door and stuff. And it's just did, and I got a thousand dollar deductible. Did so they like get the, worst the VR headset? Ever. No, they did. Oh, so whew. this, this, so this the family dumb, is intact. So they still don't know that my room is heaven. Is freaking <laughs> yeah. Heaven. yeah no, Matt, maybe stop. they listen to the podcast. <laughs> don't don't say whatever next security measures you're taking on the podcast. Just don't for tell safety them about reasons. The, the the can of concrete rigged to a trip wire. Right. Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, don't careful tell them about going the, up the stairs. Yeah, don't tell them about the, about the blowtorch on tripwire. <laughs> the little God, toy car is underneath stupid, the, uh, the, the doormat. Also, to the guy who told you, you didn't get robbed, you got burglarized. Fuck that guy. I don't care if you're a list. I don't care if you're like a good person who tweets at me all the time. Don't fucking do that. Don't be that guy. That is the most that guy that you could possibly be. <laughs> it's fine. I, I, I. No, it's not. It's, it's not the fine. Internet, don't, you know? don't fucking do that. Someone's That's always trying to help it. people use the exact perfect dictionary, accurate words. You, you are the guy that everybody says. You know that guy who says um actually. That's you right now. In that moment, you were the um actually guy, and nobody wants that guy around. PSA. So, uh, also hang on. I don't know if anybody can hear the background noise that, um, apparently they're doing gardening at 5 PM in the rain, but that's happening. So it's a dirty job. Someone's got to do it. That's my apartment complex. (sighs) Uh, fuck. Is that, is that the the, the entire saga? What? You you played the entire saga of what? Oh, oh, uh, yes. Yes. That was. That was the the new you you already had your new hope of Matt getting burglarized. That was the Empire Strikes Back of Matt getting burglarized. Now we just need the Return of the Jedi, and we should just skip to Rogue One and how much that was a disappointment. <laughs> okay. Was I it? haven't seen it yet. 
Oh, I mean, it was great. Jimmy, oh my God. It was so great. Donnie Yen, holy crap. Actually, I was really better at Donnie Yen. Kingsclave. <laughs> Did you say OP, man? Yeah, yeah. Something someone tweeted me. Uh, if man is OP, and I was like, yeah, yeah. It's OP man. OP man. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, uh, he's he's definitely he's definitely uh, one with the force, and it's cool as hell. I I, I always hope for a force unleash uh, type movie. So wait, but is there like a lot of get Jedi magic bullshit happening in Rogue One? Because that's always been like the least interesting parts of those movies for me. Mm-hmm. Unless it's Empire well, Strikes Back, the Dagobah scenes well, are awesome. Yeah, the I mean the. Most of the Jedi magic bullshit happens in the worst of the three movies, so. (laughs) But, I mean, like, seeing people run around dodging ridiculously inaccurate stormtrooper fire is always fun. Seeing Jedi just get away with whatever because it's magic, don't gotta explain shit, not so much. No, 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 this is more, this is a different type of movie. Or, well, they try to do a different type of movie. It's it's more war-ish, you know? So you're not gonna see all that Jedi mind trick stuff, so. Good. Yeah. Anyways, because yeah, I don't want spoilers. Yeah, 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 I really want to see it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch Um, it. Watch it. So I I did an inbox this week. It's Mm -hmm. it's due time for a games for my (laughs) inbox, and there's some weird experiences I had with one particular game, and like this is the kind of situation where I'm so shaken up by what I saw that I like. I don't even want to direct a lot of hate towards the project. Like last time, the one game that was so bad that I didn't want to talk about it in the script that I wanted to complain about in the podcast was like the guy had some accountability. He had previously made good games. This is the kind of case where I think I ended up playing like a very, very strange piece of of interactive furry fiction involving like a ridiculous amount of, uh, of, uh, depressing real life situations combined with with fantasy bullshit combined with a shitload of non-sexualized playful nudity to the point where it's almost like i'm I'm wondering if the guy who made this game is is all there Mm. oh i i like hate to put it like that but i mean this somehow ended up in my inbox and and i thought it looked funny so i decided to play it and it turned out to not even really be that funny so much as it was just kind of depressing uh, which which of the, I'm looking at the time, the outline right now. Which of these games is the one you're talking about? It it was a very weird furry adventure game. Oh, I see. That, that okay. was the worst of all the ones I played. I don't really want to give away a name. I mean, I guess I'll have like a little bit of footage in the video, but I um for for a gag. But it it's uh it's a point and click adventure with with very basic pixel art that uh has you playing as a three-year-old rat girl who mm-hmm. who goes to visit a like human king she she sits on his lap and he tells her oh <laughs> i think i'm good right there what's yeah, the other um, ones you played also there's this really really cool game that showed up in my inbox that no one talked about for some reason called fossil echo which has like a super <laughs> insane quality of, of 2d art design like almost as good as super giant stuff i don't know how in the world this slipped through the system of uh of of media people publicizing good games but somehow this one slipped through it's a limbo style side scroller puzzle platformer which is like basic whatever i found it a lot easier and smoother than limbo myself actually but like uh 
the the quality of of the pacing of the levels plus the music and the level art and the animation of your characters that's getting thrown by you on the way just like has a ridiculously high goosebumps per minute ratio occurring and um what, what kind of game is it side scroller puzzle platformer you, okay uh, play right a boy with the big head who bobs his way through uh jumping puzzles cool mm-hmm. and i would totally recommend checking it out it's like 750 right now on steam uh the the most impressive stuff about it is the aesthetics but it's like seriously like a new high standard in animation and quality art that i i don't understand how projects like uh like uh like like limbo and and hyperlight drifter to some extent can like get away with with publicizing themselves based off of looking and sounding really pretty and for some reason this one just didn't get the same publicity hopefully after i put out my video it will it's really really cool um and like i'm just gonna the, clickety clack my keyboard real quick so i can see what this game looks like yeah I'm, 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 I'm pulling up memento trailer um the movie trailer ah uh, um, <laughs> um memento was the next one i was talking about i'm also seeing a lot of stuff pop up in my inbox about uh like japanese indie made rpg maker stuff not necessarily so good for the like quick 30 minute to one hour romp i give these inbox games but i'm definitely intrigued to try out one particular game called memento more it combines survival horror stuff with uh like really basic RP- oh. rpg maker exploration kind of like a, a corpse party there's a different dynamic to the uh, situation that that your cute Japanese girl characters get themselves caught into here, but there's uh, a certain um, eh, amplification of horror stuff being <laughs> being horrifying that that I find with a lot of these games that makes them really compelling in the long term. But yeah, like like the best of the bunch is called Fossil Echo. The worst of the bunch is something I don't even want to name. Okay. I I don't want to like direct any maybe deserved but probably undue hatred towards towards this creation. Mm. Uh but yeah, yeah, definitely check out Fossil Echo. I'm going to be finishing up the script shortly after the podcast and putting a video out, but I really hope cool. I can get this game some more publicity. But yeah, oh. like if, even if you go to the Steam page, you'll see in some screenshots like the background plays with depth we, on a 2D plane. Am really? I you did? Yeah, I'm are you sure? Yeah. yeah, I don't remember this game I at all. This game, yeah, I remember this. So wait, is it developed by people in Georgia or like the southeast? I have no idea. Uh, that part at uh, forty seconds, we played it, that demo right there. I really don't remember it, and I feel like I would have had like the light bulb blink while I was going through it if we did. But I'm gonna skip to forty minutes in the trailer and see what I see. Forty minutes. It's very 40 long seconds, trailer. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Forty seconds. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but definitely the the environment art is very good. Super good. Um, yeah, yeah I don't remember. Oh, there was a game at MomoCon that I remember looking like that chunk. I don't remember sitting down myself and playing it. Maybe you did without me. But let me just Google real MomoCon. Yeah. For reference, the Steam page for this game only has 38 reviews, so not oh a lot of people God. own this or know about it. I can't believe it. It actually was at MomoCon. You yeah. know what? I'm going to stick to my rules, though. I, for one, m- somehow missed it at MomoCon, probably because from a distance, looking at that silhouette level, it looks like a really blatant limbo ripoff. But 
throughout most of the game, you're not playing in a silhouette and, and it looks way better than, oh, that's, I guess, kind of oh, unfortunate. It's, yeah, it's a bit different. Like, you have to yeah. dodge, like, guards and stuff and follow yeah, the patterns. Yeah, there's a little yeah. bit of a stealth element to it. And I remember seeing that at Momocon and being like, oh, yeah, what a lazy limbo ripoff. And now mm-hmm. that I'm, like, sitting down and playing it, I'm realizing what a stupid idiot I was by not checking it out. <laughs> I'm wondering if that disqualifies it, though, because that means it's, like, been out there. It's just, I guess... uh I guess maybe didn't get people's attention because they were looking at the wrong parts of it. Ooh. That doesn't disqualify. I just fucking put it in the video. Mm-hmm. You make the rules, yo. Because, I mean, like, my rules is that I didn't see this game anywhere outside of my inbox. Matt Visual apparently did. I walked <laughs> past it in real life with my eyes just glancing over it and landing on something else. Like Gridmasters. <laughs> Remember Gridmasters at Momocon? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is, yeah. It doing, is it doing well? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Gridmasters, mm-hmm. I can't put that in my inbox because I saw it outside of my inbox at Momocon, but <laughs> Gridmasters, neat little game no one knows about. Uh, multiplayer, grid-based kind of fighting setup where uh, where you have special moves that you uh, have to time up and position each other for and bait each other into by cornering them with regular moves. That's the one that looks like a, a Mega Man Battle Network, right? Yep, 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 yep. Like a real-time yeah, Mega Man Battle that Network. that sells the game right there. If, mm. if you're missing Mega Man uh, Battle Network, you know where to what, go. What a, like, unfortunate tale about video game marketing, though. You go to the convention, you set up your booth, media walks past your game and doesn't even notice it because the little 40-second trailer playing on your screen looks too much like something else. Yeah. And when it's actually a really cool thing by itself. Whoa. What a roller <laughs> yeah. coaster of emotions. It's like a sad cautionary tale. Yep. Um, I played about, I think, I think I'm a little more than halfway through the Titanfall 2 campaign, which is funny to say because it's only four hours long, but I have a lot of Christmas shopping to do oh, and Christmas gift short? wrapping May, to do. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll install and, and at least play the campaign over the, the next, well, we're going to be taking a break next week, so probably over the next two weeks. I sent you a link to the Discord invite and I do plan on doing a lot of streaming over the holidays, so I would really yeah. love to like play it with you and show you the ropes because um after like playing it enough to do this video about the movement system i bet you would really really enjoy a lot of the like cool uh zippy stuff you can do around like like as a fan of uh skill-based movement in um in dust force i bet mm-hmm. you would get a huge kick out of out of uh the the meta skill level of being able to bunny hop your way smoothly through a map in titanfall 2 yeah yeah i'm definitely interested especially because when you were explaining that last time it Almost gave me the same vibes as, uh, did you play Tribes Ascend? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, Where you, totally. you, know, you hold the ski button, mm-hmm. and so you're always trying to like, keep your momentum and like slide on hills and stuff. It's, um, it reminded me of a similar concept to that, and I already liked Titanfall 1's movement a lot. I really enjoyed it, because like, you play those maps you know, 15, 20 times each, and then you're like pulling off some like kind of crazy stuff where you just like run up a weird wall, and you jump across to like some sign and then like oh that was a shortcut it kind of feels like advanced like lucio stuff in overwatch and so in that case faster i'm wondering if you're gonna like it though because from what i've heard from fans of the first game is that titanfall 2 when you bunny hop in titanfall 2 you go slower but it's easier to pull off you hold down the slide Mm -hmm. button which is kind of like holding down the ski button and tribes ascend and you uh tap your jump button and a strafe button as you go along if you want to be a super cool guy because you uh cancel out a little more of the deceleration if you strafe at the same time but you basically just hold down your your ski button quote unquote which is why i bound it to the mouse instead of the keyboard and yeah, uh tap jump as you go along 
and that's how you bunny hop. The the maps, I think, are like killing it in the long term for me, though. I think I played about 20 hours of the multiplayer so far. But mm-hmm. uh, the mm-hmm. thing is, is that all the maps in Titanfall 2 are kind of samey. There's three really wide lanes for robots to uh, march their way through and not a whole lot of like the, the Swiss cheese kind of tunnels going in and out of those lanes that you saw in Titanfall 1 maps, I think. Uh, that's kind of a bummer. I didn't play much of Titanfall 1, just just the beta, but both maps in that beta, I feel were were more fun to play than most of the maps in Titanfall 2. Like out of the list of 10, I think there are two I really like. And also yeah, see, <laughs> they released Angel City and it's the best map in Titanfall 2 right now. <laughs> yeah, I that's one of the things I really liked about Titanfall 1. In fact, I had if initially intended to make a levelhead video on Titanfall 1 and the game's player base died quicker than I could get yeah. footage of one level or like or and like do a study to get like any one particular level that I wanted to talk about. Mm. So like fucking rest in peace. But I think I contributed um, to that. Like I, I played the beta. I loved it. I was interested in picking it up, but then everyone was like, no, there's no one to play it with. And I was like, oh, I guess I won't. And now I really wish I did. Yeah, I, I got the the idea a bit too late it was a few months into the game's life cycle but it did it did die only like a month or so after that but um yeah i really did like all of titanfall one's levels well not all uh all of the pre-dlc ones the dlc ones kind of sketch but um because they had all these like everybody could technically go everywhere like there was no place where you can be like like absolutely far and away from a titan like there's always a place where a Titan could get you, albeit it is just harder. And there was always a place for a uh, pilot to flank you as a Titan. So like there were very few like just open fields or like this is just a lane where a Titan can go. Like it was a lot. It's very yeah. mixed and very uh, ambiguous as to like what's safe and what's not. Um, so and, it kept you moving all the time. I, I really liked it for that. And so. a lot of the Titanfall 2 maps, you're really going to feel like a sitting duck if you're in the middle of those wide open lanes as a pilot. Like, yeah. like you just can't escape fast enough sometimes if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, hopefully the pilot versus Titan is kind of similar to how it was in Titanfall 1 because I was between me and, and my friend who played it all the time together. I was the like... I was the asshole who would always try and one-on-one Titans as a pilot, and I often did it. So, I don't know. I liked how it still made it kind of a level playing field, even if you're, like, fucked out in the open. Everyone has uh, anti-tank weapon, yeah, anti-Titan weapons now as part of their basic pilot loadout, so that's Mm. evens the odds a little bit. Um, Really good campaign, though. What I wasn't expecting was it to be really campy and (laughs) self-aware. Like, you don't get that vibe from the multiplayer, but the single player, like... With a little bit of editing to the aesthetics, like almost could be a Blood Dragon spinoff. There's a lot of jokes to it, a lot of humor about this like ridiculous 80s space fantasy you get caught up in. And uh, I I wasn't expecting that at all. There's a kind of inbuilt comedy to the level design that I think I last saw in Portal 2, where you feel like you're just caught in this confusing uh machine you 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 bumble and stumble your way through a factory <laughs> assembly line that that reminds me a lot of like old buster keaton silent comedies where he just Great. accidentally lands on all the right spots that that churns <laughs> him from one end of this machine out the other and and feeling that from the first person perspective is like a really cool experience 
And uh, I, I, I don't want to spoil too much because it's like a really compressed campaign that has a lot of cool stuff going on in it. And I think like might be the most fun I've had with this like Call of Duty style, quick four hour point and click on bad guys your way to the end campaign since Modern Warfare 2. Great. Well, I will definitely probably get that installing tomorrow or something. And since, like I said, we have a, a podcast break due to Crimbus time, uh, be able to play through that if it's that short. Speaking of Crimbus time, how are, how are you enjoying the, that Crimbus update? Uh, in Overwatch, it's, yeah. I mean, been doing good. Uh, like, I've unlocked quite a few of the skins and... Still, I haven't gotten the ones I, I want, but I have plenty of in-game uh, over bucks saved up to buy the ones <laughs> that I want. Bucks. Yeah, I really just in case give, I don't get the drops. I really want to give Overwatch a second chance. And so I, do uh, I. I feel so out of the loop have it, every Matt? time. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I do. I can't okay. even remember anymore. <laughs> uh, real quick, I don't know how the patching is on the console versions of it currently, because I know they balance the games differently just because of the inherent limitations of control schemes. But uh, currently, right now, Soldier 76, a.k.a. Call of Daddy, a.k.a. Call of Shooty, a.k.a. The only one I was Dad, good with. He's far and away the best character good in the game right now there's a place um, for george <laughs> and and of course there could be arguments made where like oh reinhardt and and anna and all, all these staple characters they did a overwatch invitational in vegas over the past weekend that i watched and the the whole meta right now is uh at least three tanks on your team the same two supports in your team which is anna and lucio and then maybe an offense character meaning soldier or just a, a fourth tank that's the meta right now that was every uh every high level game like they did a percentage spread of uh team builds in in all of the matches played in the invitational and uh percentage of games played with uh, a three tank team or a four tank team was like i think combined together was like above 90% or something of team comp picks so something needs to change right now Damn. uh there's definitely something that is definitely ruling high level play which is kind of shitty but um and then they changed symmetra and she's really fucking cool now albeit so do you i mean you guys don't really haven't played the game that much but uh, Symmetra is the one where she can set up a teleporter and has like a little like mm -hmm. lasso beam that she I can only get you from close her. range. Yeah, I got to yeah, play she, the game with her once. It was fun. So she's really cool and I've always liked her and her change is really good. But they made this me and my me and the people that I've been playing with. We've noticed something. We think they altered some of the stuff that works with her without changing some of the reasons that made her viable before, like some uh, some like buffers that allowed her to function because her her little lasso beam so how it works is it ramps up in damage super fast if you keep it on someone so it goes from like shit damage to really really strong so you're supposed to like melt through one person and then turn it onto another person and keep the damage ramp going but to make that doable with the previous symmetric because the beam was so short they had like an auto uh, an auto stick on it to where if somebody left your line of sight, it would stick on them for like one or two more 
like a split second so you don't have to keep seeing them to get back and see them again and still do damage to them it was just like a quality of life like you don't have to be like a hundred percent precise with it but they definitely buffed its range with her change and they didn't get rid of the stickiness so i have been on the receiving end of symmetra play of the games where i'm like I like do a, a jump jet as Farah, and I fly to max height and that beam just sticks on me the whole fucking way up and they're not even looking at it, me and it ticks on an extra 120 damage and kills me. I'm like, hey guys, I really like Symmetra and I like that she's in a good spot. Maybe, maybe change that? Because they like, they gave her the buff that doesn't need that anymore. Her beam is longer, so she doesn't need that sticky thing anymore. And it's just giving her like, for free play of the games now because if her damage gets up that high and I know everyone's going to be like well just kill her shut the fuck up you just kill her <laughs> so does it do that thing where if uh, just you, you get the play of the game as Symmetra it doesn't follow the camera of the turrets it follows her first person camera because I thought that was uh, really funny and kind of killed the mood for me when I got the play of the game as Symmetra I was just like at the spawn completely alone whereas when you looked in the corner of the screen at the kill feed my turrets were racking up all these kills <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't know how that specifically works. I think if you are currently dead when those are getting things because you don't have a first person to follow around, I think it does center on the turrets. But if you are alive, it's just going to center on you. I actually Aww. uploaded a play of the game on Twitter last week. Right after I got the Santa Torbjorn skin, we went to a game and my play of the game is me respawning on Volskaya and running back from the defense point and just like... Like kills going on the bottom and I'm just like jumping around having a good time. <laughs> I mean, at least uh, that would be like more interesting to watch than George being at the spawn completely alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and I guess this, this is technically news, but it's not on the docket and it's something small. So I'm just going to say. Guys, Overwatch fans, people in Overwatch, let me level with you. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> Do your damn research before you super fucking complain about a skin. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but Jeff or uh, I don't know if it was Jeff Kaplan. It's some one of Overwatch's front runner people running the show apologized for this. The winter May skin. Yeah, I read about that. It's just red and green of her regular parka with the hat. But Isn't that the controversy? The, the reason. OK, it's a legendary skin and people are like it's just. A recolor why is it legendary qq wine wine it's because they changed all of the particle effects it's like like in league of legends they changed the the effects so they look you know they match the theme of the skin so like instead of throwing a meat cleaver you throw a briefcase because you're a businessman hilarious mm -hmm. they did that all of her effects like her ultimate and her, her ice block and everything it changed so they have like a snowman on them and stuff like Ah, God, it makes me so mad that he actually apologized for it instead of being like, guys, you're it's not just it's not just your clothes. It's more things in it. I don't know. I feel like uh, like like Western cultural niceties could could use a good dose of apologetic uh, submissiveness. I mean, if mm. Overwatch was was like a Japanese game, you'd hear apologies all the time. There'd, there'd be like a quick button for it on the keyboard. Yeah, I I don't agree in this particular situation because it's literally oh. like I'm mad that that's just close and my my response would have been but it's not it's not that 
I wonder, that's only one part of the skin. In that case, like maybe the the best way to market the May skin would have been to have like gifs of the particle effects instead yeah. of JPEGs of the outfit. Yeah, like some sort of uh, preview of the effects changes because they, they actually did that in League of Legends when they did the first big skin, the one that costs like roughly twenty dollars worth of oh, in-game geez. credits. Um, that's that's they, a lot of fun bucks. They're they're called legendary skins, and like the first one was uh, God, what was his name? Ezreal. I almost said Ezio. Ezreal. And like as you level up in the game, your your like mechanical suit gets more elaborate and like gets glowy shit all over it. So it's like dynamic through the gameplay. And they had like a little preview thing when you moused over that showed you how it changes. So maybe that would have done them well. But I just like I feel like it may it makes me sad that. Like, look at all these great things we gave you, and people like, but I like that one. And he was just like, okay, sorry, like, shouldn't have had to apologize. It's not, it's a good skin, even though I hate May. I think she should be patched out of the game because she's. Oh, I think she's cute. Yeah, she's cute, and she's mechanically broken. Everyone in Overwatch is really cute. Oh, speaking of which, they they decided to make Tracer a lesbian, and apparently, I mean, people are mad. I don't know. I don't get it. it. Oh, I'm assuming it's more of they decided oh, to get let people know that stuff, she's though? been lesbian. But the thing that I'm really interested in, though, is uh, this this Russia thing where they did not release the comic for for Russian web traffic and in the Russian language based off of a 2013 law. Oh, I, I should have put this on the docket. So I'll just like quickly go over it right now, because I think this is an yeah. insanely good news story that I might actually want to make a video about later on. Russia law 2013 Overwatch. There is some incredibly like depressing homophobic law they passed related to how you can't publish media with with openly gay characters under the guise that it's like gay propaganda wow. trying to convert the kids, which is yeah, I remember that completely bizarre Russia. and and just like <laughs> not only just like horribly offensive and, and disrespectful to gay people who want to make media about gay people, but also just like limiting to the possibilities of, of art. And I, I should have to explain why this law is stupid. Right. I think. I think most people who right, are right. like-minded understand. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I guess, I don't know, that that seems to be their only avenue is not to release it there. I apologize to like-minded Russian people out there who would have liked to read it in natural in your native language. What I think is also, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this, the, the Tracer comic, uh, there has been a, a myriad of hilarious, stupid responses to it. My favorite one being... Someone who who was like, well, there's no real indication that she's gay. That's just like a British thing, right? Like kisses on the cheek between friends. And it's like, guy, that that is the least like like innocent of a of a kiss on the yeah. cheek. They're they're totally in, just in making the out panel, right there. Just like, like om, om, om. <laughs> Oh, boy. So what I think is interesting is that they didn't necessarily even try to release it in Russia so much as they chose to to have a pop up explaining in in Russian uh, what what is going on, that they are complying with the laws rather than like breaking the law and then dealing with the consequences or the fine or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I'd really, really love to interview people behind that decision, like find out the uh, uh, the the story behind choosing to go that direction and and writing up the notice that appears 
my favorite reaction to this whole kerfuffle was a friend of mine uh, named Superplaid64, who just simply posted Great. on Twitter, how does this affect the meta? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was, was a good, good one. Tweet. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Well, Anyways, yeah, I mean. Yeah. We, it, it, was, it was a good comic. It was pretty emotional. Also, they showed a lot of, like, uh, Overwatch characters, like, in the holidays in their own region, like little snippets of them. My favorite thing to come out of that is there's a panel that shows Genji and Zenyatta and Genji's like writing a letter. And then like six panels later, it shows Mercy in like a, a medical tent somewhere opening a letter. And so it's implied that like, you know, Genji's writing to Mercy because, you know, they, they're really close because of the circumstances of their life. And my favorite thing to come out of that is all the fucking memes of what Genji is sending to Mercy. And the best one is it's just like shittily scribbled down. It just says, I need healing. It's great. It's fucking great. <laughs> the Russian government's stated purpose for the law is to protect children from being exposed to homonormativity. Content recognizing homosexuality as being a norm in society under the argument that it contradicts traditional family values. So, yeah, you know, if if like one character in a video game is gay outside of that video game and comics, yeah. you have to go out of your way to find yep. and, uh, you know, you're you're being converted into accepting that that homosexuality might be normal. So, so the, the, you know, this that, is that what makes scares me about travel. This, oh. <laughs> this is what scares me about travel. Like you, you go to another country and it's like you do something and all of a sudden you're like hated and you might get yeah. like stomped out on the streets or th get stones thrown at you. So, you know, oh, like, if I you're sneezed in public, Russia, how dare you? Don't, uh, yeah, um, don't, don't bring your Overwatch comics with you. Don't, don't you Japan, probably not. If, if you go to Japan, do not take Dayquil. Dayquil oh, is yeah. an illegal drug in Japan. Yeah, they have really weird laws for like really common over-the-counter medicines. And yeah, I had a friend who the went there, the world. and apparently he was like with a friend from Japan who was like guiding him around, and he was sick, so he like just popped a Dayquil, like one of those capsules, and the guy was like, "Dude, maybe put that away and don't do that again, unless you <laughs> want to be arrested." So he had to like <laughs> smuggle them in, though. I'm guessing because I guess yeah, I it, must have just like not showed up they're, they're supposed the to thing. take them at customs but there's like no yeah. way they can search your bags for everything if it's just unmarked pills or syrup <laughs> if it's day mm -hmm. anyways um uh, so, we kind of sort of like naturally glided into the news without taking a break though right and, and that's what that's what we are here at the tovg podcast we are we we're are, natural we're, we're rule-breaking rebels who don't follow the the the, the norms of, of the system man yeah yeah, we yeah. uh we we <laughs> smuggle us. gay That's... comics into Russia through customs. <laughs> no, right. I mean <laughs> we 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 show we show the oppressive regimes of the world that, that we're not gonna take it. We're drug dealers for Japan. No, shh, don't 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 tell them where where to find. Don't your tell your room. mom about us. Don't tell them that we're smuggling Dayquil into Japan and Overwatch comics into Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him about the bush.
Uh, and we're back from from smuggling uh, Dayquil into Japan and Overwatch yep. comics into Russia. We we evaded Mission the authorities and made it back to our homeland. So so they can't arrest us for for these horrible crimes against society. That that act. Well, that's not true. I, I feel like I have to actually put a legal disclaimer here that all I did was just go to the bathroom and. Come back and yeah. have a quick chat. If you, back, if you so. weren't aware, yeah. in it, it the is a joke. five minute break where we kept our audio rolling and we're just like in our houses, we didn't actually go and smuggle illegal drugs into Japan and what is apparently illegal media into Russia. I, I, we didn't actually do that, nor do we intend on doing that. Uh, if anyone had any shadow of a doubt. Well, I bought Street Fighter Five again on um pc because steam sells baby you you can do that and not get in trouble by the russia gay police yeah Yeah. and also i got metal gear 5 so yeah neat oh boy oh so wait you're still going through with it i mean it's been a while i know but where's that peace walker video matt (laughs) question me Man. Anyways, let, anyways, let the um, man breathe, George. Let the man breathe. So, <laughs> speaking of things being illegal and taken away for <sighs> depicting the wrong kinds of characters in the wrong kinds of situations, uh, it's it's another month, which means mm. another fan game has been taken down by Nintendo. This is a ROM hack called Pokemon Prism. A guy named Adam Coolboy Man. That's you know, his nice. like internet name, not his actual birth name, was uh, <clears throat> working on this thing for eight years. He released it in July, got a cease and desist letter from a law firm called Addison's acting on behalf of Nintendo on the 21st of December uh, saying, hold on, I'm going to quote some legalese here. <clears throat> you are likely already aware that Nintendo is the owner and or assignee of the USA federally registered copyrights for Pokemon characters as well as other copyrighted works in connection with Nintendo's Pokemon video game franchise Pokemon franchise. This includes, but it's not limited to the audiovisual. Uh, so yeah, that's gone. Another <sighs> casualty. Favorite... <clears throat> 2016 takes another victim. My favorite tweet uh, on this is by a Twitter user by the name of Nico CW at Nico CVV. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> who's my my friend Shay retweeted him. And he said, too bad Nintendo has to protect their IPs. Look what happened to Sonic. Little Jimmy next door made a Sonic game, and now he owns Sonic. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they, they, all, they promoted him Shea to the also, PR Twitter handler. Yeah, Shay also retweeted this other guy uh, named Solvo, uh, who has been working on a Sonic fan game for a long time that, like, converts... Let's see. It's converts Sonic Unleashed levels into Sonic Generations. Oh, yeah, Just I straight love that up one. using just straight up using both of the games like verbatim and he wrote this uh twit longer post basically goes on to say that he feels lucky that he is working on that he you know initially decided to go with the sonic game because people do these all the time and sega is completely fine with it like see stuff like sonic mania and it, it's i was recommend made by rom hackers right i recommend uh his twitter handle is s0lv0 but uh, there's a twit longer where he talks about this and he talks about Sega and about like that Nintendo is in full rights to do this. But he kind of ends it saying, uh, he says, what I'm trying to say is that just because Nintendo can do these things doesn't mean that they should. The fact that they do that they do sends a message about their values, which uh, I definitely agree to some extent. Like people are always saying that Nintendo needs to protect their IPs, but I follow 
a few game devs who are always like, you know, Nintendo, you could just like contract out your IP or like like send forms to sign and or this, this and this that would just completely absolve you of any sort of legal issue that might root like you know threaten your ip yeah i don't and, see the net gain in these types of moves like it just looks bad for them on the company and spreads more ill will yeah it just looks like you're curb stomping a fucking lemonade stand is what you're doing like <laughs> ah that that's a good image i mean At the least, stand the like, stand itself not yeah not the stand the the bitter child. irony of this is that the law firm is so used to <clears throat> handing these out now at this point that they have a custom design letter specifically for fan games if you scroll down the letter a bit they have a uh paragraph about it nintendo understands that you're a fan of its original products and its pokemon franchise whilst this is appreciated unfortunately it does not alter nintendo's important role to ensure that all of its valuable intellectual property is fully protected that there's no use made of any of its intellectual property rights without property authorization and it's engaging in the content we have identified amazing <laughs> yeah um so so you know the the work that these guys do is writing a paragraph about how they know it's a fan game and that it is tragic but you know they they want to uh make you to not have fun anyway yeah and not that there's anybody from Nintendo listening to this or Sega or fucking anybody, you know, who's a game developer <clears throat> up, up in the AAA. Excuse me. <clears throat> Josh okay. Sawyer? Um, Ooh, play that out. It, yeah, sorry. I actually <laughs> need to drink some water. I'm just going to mute. Just fucking continue talking. I'll, talk, I'll sit with you. Oh, 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 God. Okay, I'm on the spot. Um... Well, Jimmy needs to take his night, uh, his day quill. So uh, Adam go ahead and cool boy man is is urging his fans on Twitter not to attack Nintendo for shutting him down, stating his intention is still to always support Nintendo and their products, which which I think is just kind of sad because I, I don't know, like there's got to be people within Nintendo who are like looking at, at, at the higher ups and in, in legal responsible for this who are, who are like, no, guys, stop. We we're. <laughs> We're not gaining anything from this. Yeah. Like just just um, let people release their fan games that have absolutely nothing to do with ours and have no impact other than keeping the fans aware of our brand. Yeah, I what I was going to say was if they're like, I'm sure that this decision isn't attributed to any anybody who's actually sending out these letters or anything. I'm sure that the guy who had to write the letter was just like, well, another one. Like, I'm sure he wasn't like, yeah, fuck you. It's, it's but a hard like job, but someone's got to do it. You yeah, know. whatever higher ups or specifically probably legal people who are doing this, I just wish that we would kind of exit this age into a time where people can just like make their fan games, which are, you know, like no real different than I mean, they are different, but not that much different than just like fan art or yeah. fan shirts which or fan is whatever the also fuck. Cease and desistable if they don't change the names of the characters to to something else you've seen that halloween costume for tracer that's called like british tea time witch yeah yeah just just change the name don't call it pokemon call it um pocket sized creatures uh god you know like there are farmers and 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 crop handlers who who get out in the sun and sweat all day and then have the horrible horribly monotonous job of, of picking crops so they can feed a country there's there's sewage workers who who spend their days in filth cleaning out the gutters and the sewers to uh to to keep people clean and diseased free and and then there's legal representatives of giant corporations who take down fan games to uh to to yeah. ensure that their intellectual property is not being used for unauthorized purposes yeah and like again 
Nintendo's within their rights. It's totally a thing that they can do. It's not useful. I just wish that they would fucking stop. It's not productive. <laughs> there are game developers yeah. who make games all day, who, who compile I, code and get really, really overtime worked hard, and then their legal representatives who just write a letter, send it out. Fuck. I still have, I believe I still have, hopefully, still have A2MR sitting somewhere in my downloads folder. Good. I yeah, still I have do. PT I on my have... PS4. Oh, no! Actually... Sorry. Oh. Get, go on, go on. But I just had a horrifying thought. I just I just know exactly what you're thinking. Yeah. But I actually have A2MR 1.0 and 1.1 in my downloads. So suck it, Nintendo. Hey. Fuck M- you. Matt Visual. Yeah, there, I, don't, buddy? I don't have the console anymore. Oh, no. Oh. Did it have PT on it? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Oh. And I also wanted to play near, and I can't play near anymore. You can come to my <laughs> house gone. and play near. <laughs> the, Dang. The, the damn bleep. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> oh, boy. Okay, let's, let's, uh, let's, okay. let's reverse course. Let's be happy. <laughs> I, I, anyway, d- speaking d- of Nintendo. D- despite Nintendo uh, being shit, the video game industry is still growing as evidenced by sales records being broken as time goes on. The 3DS has outsold the PS2, in Japan at least, which I think is really surprising because the PS2 worldwide is the most popular game console of all time. And uh, you'd think that in Japan where where people in the mainstream like unabashedly love video games, that it would be significant for a portable to outsell that. But then I got to remember that in Japan, portables in a lot of cases and a lot of times are actually more popular than home consoles so I guess this is another case of that happening. Um, according to a public, uh, not public, really, according to public sales data released by a company called Media Create, a uh, combined 133,478 systems have been sold last week for the Nintendo 3DS family, which has reached 21.9 million sales in Japan alone, placing it firmly ahead of Sony's PlayStation 2, which sold 21.8 million units in the nation during its lifetime. Um... The, the worldwide sales for the PS2 are something like 100 million, which is still far, far behind the Japan exclusive sales for the 3DS. But it's like super popular in that market. And uh, that's good, right? Uh, yeah, I, I would assume it's, so. Y- yeah, no one hates the 3DS. It's weird with the Switch coming out soon, right? <laughs> by, if by no one, you mean Austin Eruption hates the 3DS. Really? I didn't know that about him. Well, I'll th- keep that in mind. His next catchphrase time I see for like him. two years was the 3DS is trash. Well, he well, also uh, the, you know one. like named his original channel name off of a weird anime about boys fucking each other. Um, according to dang charts, which oh, I was interested in. Yes, yes. I was just gonna say before you move too far on and away. Um. Furthermore, I was seeing Facebook trends that uh, the 3DS is actually sold out in the U.S. Nice. Like, well, uh, Amazon ha- Amazon was completely out of stock. That could be uh, Nintendo Walmart, of America Best Buy, everything completely out of stock. Doing their so, artificial scarcity thing that they always like to it, do in the holidays. It might be, but I do think that, like, because of holiday season, like, it seems like a lot of the posts were like, 3DS is out of stock. Uh, people expecting stock at this many days after Christmas or whatever. So that's kind of interesting that it's still selling well. I mean, of course, fucking Sun and Moon just came out. So I think that would be sensible that, you know, the, the parents and the grandparents be taking notice again. But yeah, um, 
I was interested in seeing how those sales numbers compare to previous generations of portables in Japan. And mm. uh, that's surprising to find out that uh, the, the DS has sold 33 million units in its lifetime. Uh, that's that's a lot. I mean, the DS was like worldwide popular, but uh, in Japan, it, it's about 10 million above the current 3DS. It's set to surpass it. The PSP is below the current sales of the 3DS at 20 million. Um, and I was like really surprised to find out that the 3DS is set to beat the DS1 because the DS1 was a huge craze. Like, like, yeah. If you remember what mm. 2005 was like, everyone, <clears throat> it was the Wii a year before the Wii came out. Yeah. yeah. It was the mini Wii. Um, These numbers are from VG charts, though, and sometimes they're not good numbers, but but that's a quick and I, easy resource. From what I've heard, they're, they're like generally in the ballpark, though, aren't they? Right. I've, I've used them for quick and dirty estimates. Mm. Uh, so yeah, Speaking any, of, any further thoughts on 3DS? Uh, I mean, not really. It's pretty straightforward. It's all like kind of sales numbers and stuff. I guess we yeah. will see in the next coming year or two if the 3DS does eventually outperform its uh, predecessor, which I think at this pace it's probably going to. Yep, yep. That's the uh, the news story. Um, Roller Coaster Tycoon 1 and 2 is getting a mobile port. Actually, cool. has gotten and is currently Yeah, 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 available. that's right, that's right. Uh, Six bucks. This is something that interests me greatly, because I think any longtime listener or any, you know, fan of my work will know that i very big on Roller Coaster Tycoon. Um, was really excited for Planet Coaster. I was really excited for Roller Coaster Tycoon Worlds, which was shit, uh, which was the... Long story short, Atari got the IP for Roller Coaster Tycoon, and then they put out World or four or whatever the i think both of those which are bad apparently they're not good i didn't even know there was a four Uh, i don't know if it's four or if if they're both worlds or something um i'm actually looking on the google play app store oh yeah roller coaster tycoon four mobile which is has a 3.8 stars on the app store but i've not heard good things about it it's free to play and i guess there's microtransactions all that junk but um I actually I was looking through this app today. Uh, one of the one of my patrons sent me a link to it, and what it is is Roller Coaster Tycoon One and Two sort of combined together into one game, just ported for mobile devices. It's on Apple or uh, iOS Did and they Android. Casual it up? Do you know? <laughs> no, uh, it's the game as is. When you look they, at screenshots of it, it's full of spreadsheets and graphs, which is promising. Yeah, it's it is from what I've read of all the reviews and stuff, because when I first looked at it, which was this morning, right when it launched, it had like a one star rating on the App Store. And then I looked through the reviews and all of the reviews were uh, previously one star switched to five star of people being like, this is broken. It keeps crashing, blah, blah. blah. And then Atari, uh, the Atari account responding, being like, "Okay, we patched that. Uh, Please check if it works and update if uh, you know if it works now. And so they were like on top of it, like hot fixing stuff all morning while people were like uncovering issues. Nice. And now it's up to like a 4.5 star rating. And uh, they I actually like it's pretty pricey when you get into the extras that they have in it. So it's six bucks, Oof. which I think is completely reasonable for Rollercoaster Tycoon. That totally. comes with 94 levels. So, Whoa. yeah. Wow. <laughs> 
This looks like um, the 94 other game. Scenarios. Uh, the train game. The open train game. Yeah, the open open source? transportation tycoon. Uh maybe. I, I think uh, I know I'll the one you're it. talking about. It's titled something like that. Yeah, it looks exactly the same. I said this is for. I mean, this is all. Mm-hmm. This is all roller coaster tycoon. How it's looked for decades. Yeah, did, did you play those back in the day? Like Turn of the Millennium. Roller coaster tycoon. Oh no, tycoon I played this train one recently. Um, ah. Actually, recently, yeah, yeah, they they made it work with uh, the newer OSs, and oh, I, it's, it's quite quite interesting to to play an older game, Gosh. and because the gameplay mechanics are still there, you're you're still really yeah um, enjoying. I'm yeah. looking at a video of it right now, and it looks like Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah, I, I apparently I they want used all, right the, now. all the art, all the Chris Sawyer art, I think. I was reading through the description, and there's a disclaimer to people who are against microtransactions and stuff, which is you know completely fair. Um, they It's set up in the description. They are microtransactions, and they actually expressly say what they are, and they're like, the only microtransactions on this in this game are two expansions, which include like I think there there's some of the stuff from mm. Loopy Landscapes and the Rollercoaster Tycoon Deluxe yeah. too. I'll put a which link is like to the app store page for it. Yeah, it has like um like one of them has like six flags and a lot of like uh like time travel parks where it's like, you know, the pyramids and stuff like that. And the other one is just like expanded parks, and then they have a stand or not standalone but another expansion thing that is just the uh sandbox like scenario creator mode from roller coaster tycoon 2 where you can fully build a scenario and put like stipulations and shape like landscape a park with no so limit and stuff to make scenarios to share with people that for six dollars on mobile you have at the bare minimum roller coaster tycoon one plus a few extras yeah, with I think it has a lot of like the rides and stuff from two. Mm-hmm. So it's like RCT one point five with ninety four levels. I think one of the expand or each of the level expansions is two dollars, and then the the scenario creator is six, I believe. But they also said that it supports importing pre made scenarios from Roller Coaster Tycoon two, You're so you can use. Me. Yeah, from what oh, the description man. says, you could just use the scenario creator on PC <laughs> if you have it that and then import that amazing. into your phone. That's really freaking mm. cool. And the more videos I see of this, the more it really does look like a straight port. Like buttons seem a little bit bigger than how I remember for your thumbs. But if that's the case, I'll play it on my tablet instead of my phone. And I, I like I will bring this with me on an airplane on my way to Magfest and and like yeah, have the exactly. time of my life with it for oh gosh I I might actually buy a mobile game for the first time and not for the first time but for the first time in like a year yeah and I mean like for anybody who hasn't played Rollercoaster Tycoon before it's a, one of the greatest simulation games of all time in my opinion but yep. it's a great game Second really fun um, and you'll probably be more than fine with just the base version. Uh, you like 94 scenarios is a lot of fucking time in roller coaster tycoon one um and with the ability to import stuff i would probably recommend not picking up the scenario creator unless you really want to do that on the fly uh total with everything totaled up together it, i think it comes out to like 16 or 17 dollars and it's worth uh, mentioning but- that those little in-app purchases were entire expansions of the pc version 
Yeah, they come with like 20 or 30 levels each, I think. They they like so. retailed for like 20 to $25 back in the days, if not more. Yeah. So this is it, like exactly how you would port a PC game from 15 years ago over to mobile. Like yeah. super so, solid initiative at bare minimum. I'm really excited, long story short. Yeah. Me too, actually. <laughs> the game I, I might... was talking about. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, no, go for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to Savannah like tomorrow. I might buy this right after the podcast and check it out. <laughs> Open TDD. That that's yes. the game I'm talking about. It's based on uh, Transport Tycoon Deluxe. It's the and, same uh, damn thing. It's the same very thing. Similar just art trains. style. The old Zoo Tycoon yeah. was a lot of fun, and it looked a lot like uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon back in the day. I really wish that that uh, trend of tycoon games lasted a little longer than it did. Yeah, it, they. Oh, yeah, those trees not, look the same. There was not many that uh, that rivaled roller coaster, but uh, there were a lot. That there tried were a few. To cash there were a few on good it. ones. Yeah. I, have you guys ever played Ski Resort Tycoon? I've seen that box <laughs> in Walmart all the time back in the day. It, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bought like a Tycoon six pack one time when I was younger, and it had all these like shitty knockoff Tycoon games. But they were all the rage. Yeah. They expressly stated there's no other microtransactions aside from expansionary content. And one of those ones, the most expensive one, you could import stuff if you have the PC version of it. So I think that this is a good thing. I'm going to buy this and probably play it. Also, I have a Note 5, which has a little uh, tablet pen built into the phone. So I think this is going to be fantastic for me because I can like be like, Uh. you know, hitting with my little stylus and. Making my little coasters. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. That's like the uh, one thing I was that worried was me about. Gushing, sorry. And, and why <laughs> I would assume with even with the benefit of the doubt that they would have um uh casualized it up somehow is that roller coaster tycoon on the PC always had really tiny details and buttons to click on and micromanagement to do that would be hard to translate for your big fat thumbs. But the more like I'm looking at gameplay videos of it right now, and it looks exactly like how I remember these games. Yeah, it seems like a lot of the UI is laid out so that you don't accidentally place stuff like you put something down. Then it gives you like a little button that says like build instead of just like clicking and it builds. Mm -hmm. So you don't place a bunch of shit by accident. But yeah, I'm just excited because this is these Roller Coaster Tycoon 1 and 2 are some of my favorite games of all time easily. And this I'm, looks like a very tried and true port. Yeah, I'm really glad you told shit. me about this. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess uh, to follow up, like, more good news, um, the, the Polish government has apparently given CDPR a uh, $7 million grant to keep Jesus. making games. Uh, this is <laughs> something that, that you see every now and then happening in, in the, the, the eastern extremities of Europe. I know there's a big Nordish game grant that make uh, amnesia happen. Mm. Um, I want to see if I can get some more fun details. They weren't the only studio that got it. Uh, Techland and CI Games got it too. The developers behind Layers of Fear ended up with a, a $7 million grant as well. Um, that game was pretty really? good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Layers Man. of Fear. Matt, Matt's a fan. But yeah, Layers of Fear was pretty good. Dang. Uh, given CDPR's current budget, I mean, seven million dollars might be kind of a, a drop in the bucket of that. But these initiatives really have started good game industries going in other European countries before. 
Um, you don't see this on the federal level in the U.S., but occasionally you see it on the state level. I know Atlanta has a good tax break initiatives for game developers, but um, yeah, that's 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 neat. Is uh is CDPR a just purely developer, or do they publish as well? Oh, they definitely have other interests. I don't know necessarily. I don't necessarily know if I would call them a publisher. I think I would now that I think about it, mm. but um, because they is do that- like put out their their own stuff they just haven't published a lot of other developers uh games unless you count their entire good old games initiative where where they set up mm. this retail store to sell old pc games that right haven't right. had a way to come out and in, in other circumstances yeah because um, it would be interesting if because i feel like cd project red has probably made a pretty penny off of witcher 3 definitely. and witcher 3 dlc so I feel like it would be interesting if they started, uh, you know, picking up smaller devs projects and like, you know, funneling some of the seven million into that. Not that, you know, I don't I don't know why they would do that unless they just want to see other things flourish. But if they kind of acted as a publisher role, I think that would be a great foothold for people in Poland and neighboring countries to sort of. And and I think a foothold into the industry. They technically have with uh, their witcher themed moba and adventure board games that they've put out i just like am getting caught up in the semantics of it because i feel like Mm. when those products came out in other countries they worked with with foreign publishers but they still release their own stuff through themselves on the internet oftentimes Mm. um i I guess the semantics between like publisher and digital retailer kind of break down when you when you try to be picky about it uh but yeah that's oh pretty much all there is yeah. to, to that story. That's good. Kind of. Good good on you, CDPR. That's I guess Poland. Uh, yeah, the one of the wonders of Poland, CD Project Red. Uh this is completely unrelated, but you know, I tried to get the Ross Scott from Ross's Game Dungeon on the podcast. Turns out he lives in Poland, so the oh. time zone stuff didn't really work out, but I bet that guy has some really interesting stories about how he ends up in Poland, because in half the videos he's going on about how he like <laughs> purchased people's souls in college and worked as a security guard in the middle of the night and then that that guy's an adventurer anyways <laughs> uh last i kind of wanted to like throw a little george anecdotal story in there battlefield one is doing a holiday event they're releasing a little in-game badge you get for playing it over the christmas season called the holiday truce badge but what they haven't really gotten into the specifics of is if they're going to try to gamify the the world war one unofficial holiday truce that happened which verdun mm. does do they they have like this weird snowball fight mode that, mm. that they release every year during christmas but in battlefield one it seems like what they're going to be doing is is releasing a alternative version of the war pigeons mode which is kind of sort of capture the flag or king of the hill where more like king of the hill a pigeon spawns on the map you got to grab it and hold on to it for a certain time period and then release it into a part of the map not populated with enough enemies for them to shoot it down on the pigeon's way out uh wow what they're doing is releasing a new mode called blind delivery tackle Mm -hmm. this unique take on the war pigeons mode where the mini map is turned off and only handguns and explosives are allowed what i'm kind of hoping that they're gonna do is stealth release a quote-unquote christmas truce mode that just like i don't know maybe has soldiers snowball fighting each other instead of with guns yeah Uh, yeah i didn't didn't think about that like that is a real thing that happened that uh that 
holiday truce and that was during World War One, correct? Or was that World War Two? World War One. I can never remember. Yeah, as it turns out, when you get people who are like closely geographically and culturally related to one another fighting a war over not that much ideological differences, they oftentimes don't want to shoot each other during the first year, so that's what happened. <laughs> uh I'm just kind of hoping that they go the extra mile. You know, mm. I guess I guess I don't want to like discount them not doing that until Christmas actually happens and seeing if they do stealth release something else. But when yeah. when they have something called a Christmas truce and then just like say, no, it's an extra game mode where everyone just uses pistols. I'm like, ah, uh, the spirit know. of Christmas. Yeah. Use pistols Enjoy. instead of long rifles. This is holiday cheer. So it's what it's about. Yeah, any if if you guys have any other weird things related to specific games that you weirdly care about, just throw it out there. That's um, that's that thing. I was to think doing. it was really just Rollercoaster Tycoon and the uh and there was one more thing that we already did talk about. I don't remember what it was. I'm scrolling up to see what it was. It's uh, fine. Everything's gonna out. be fine. Star Wars Battlefront Death Star DLC the, that, is free for this weekend. That furry game that George likes so much. Uh, I don't trial. really. I like it. It kind of activated a gag reflex when I was going through it. That, you don't like little rats sitting on um, big men's laps? Shut let's not up. Tip, tip. No, I don't. And I, I want to not think about it again. Hey, you know what is good and not related to games? John Wick 2 second trailer released what you guys haven't seen fucking the movie john wick of course do yourselves a favor and see that movie on the other hand if you don't already hate me enough you'll probably be infuriated to know that i thought john wick was only okay dude well all right the guy thanks for listening everybody (laughs) the guy from the matrix man so good so good (gasps) they killed my doggy now it's time to kill I'm, them back. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you the movies with Mikey re- review of John Wick, so you can understand why John Wick was a really good. I, movie. I like that guy's stuff, man. He's really good. Yeah, yeah. Here's a little spread some holiday cheer. Go check out movies with Mikey. That's a good series. Go, you should do that. Go watch. Go look Star at the Wars. watch the Dark Knight one. <laughs> Go watch the the John Wick one. I'll send the John Wick one to George, and then he's gonna be completely unmoved. And I'm I mean, gonna be, to be a little sad. I don't like have a YouTube channel about my opinions on movies. So yeah, so that means you can you can take me thinking it was only okay with with like half a grain of salt. <laughs> it's a very small amount of salt, indeed. Go watch IP Man become a Jedi. Go IP Man, Ip Man. <laughs> Yeah, watch Donnie Yen show up and uh, do tech support for your internet service provider. <laughs> but once you're done with that, listen to us next week. Wait, we no, won't be, we here, next won't be week. here next week. Listen to us the week after that. Will we be here the week after that? We'll be at MAGFest. Uh, uh, oh, this will be... Uh, oh, God. oh, yeah, you guys are you guys were, are already going to be booking out to MAGFest. Maybe we will do a couple days early, like the third or something. Yeah. If you guys can swing that. Let's swing that. Be able maybe to... come back in like a week and a half and maybe we'll be here if not guys we'll see you in like a month we because i'm out you. the second week of january <laughs> oh shit really <laughs> uh, the tvg podcast yeah. is not dying we promise in that case um um go keep yourself occupied <laughs>
<laughs> Go play Roller Coaster Tycoon on airplanes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait. Or, it's going to be so yeah. much fun. Don't get I'm robbed actually, yeah. or burglarized. Yeah. Okay. Keep Don't your, be that guy. Keep Don't your headsets locked up tight. On the holiday season. May you avoid all of the most awkward political conversations during your Christmas or whatever holiday it is you do celebrate. I had some Trump talk with a with a guy today, and that was very awkward. Absolutely yeah, awkward. Sorry. O- older gentleman mm-hmm. screaming at the top of his lungs. It was great. Oh boy. It was great. Uh, I remember time. remember just remember just spread love this holiday season. You know, when Give you hear hug. from us again, we're going to be terrifyingly close to a terrifying new era of, uh, of U.S. governance. So so we wish you the best of luck and the best of holidays. But hey, at least the switch is coming out. Yeah. Spread In some March. mistletoe around. But no missiles, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Don't tell I'm your mom actually... about us. Tell your friends about us. Oh, what are you actually doing? Mistletoes and moms. I, I I'm afraid to say it, but I don't know. Like I feel like cutting out right at the end of "But No Missiles" might be okay. But I haven't introduced our new musical guest here. Also, we haven't plugged our channels, so Live we're just going to the... continue to do that. Oh <laughs> you no! Can... But I, they probably already know. Okay, well, you never know. Our viewership keeps going up, so there's there's got to be like one of you who's listened this far who doesn't know who the fuck we are, right? If if yes, just tweet oh, at me hashtag yes. We're still oh, yeah, going. yeah. We're in it to win it, baby. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, you can find my stuff on Twitter at Sunder Sierra is probably where you can find everything that I make. Um I I today, this morning, I recorded a rap verse, and that's going to be in someone's video. Whoa, so what video? Uh it's a Pokemon rap verse. So yeah. Um you'll see that soon. Also, I have, I have a script written. I'm gonna get get to recording. And probably have it up before the end of the year. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. You can find that at youtube.com slash sundergamer. Uh, Matt Visual, where where can we find you? Hint, it's youtube.com slash Matt Visual. Uh, um, not hints. That's not where I'm currently located. I'm currently located oh, where, at youtube.com slash located? robbed. Um, <laughs> AKA uh, burglarized. All right. Find me there. I'm, I'm, I'm putting out uh, stolen videos every day. And uh, yeah, where can we find you, Weed Man? Uh, youtube.com slash bunnyhopshow. I'm going to be putting out this uh, inbox video tonight, and it'll publish in the morning. And uh, For those of you listening, it, it should already be out. And then I'm going to be gone for two weeks to go see my mommy for Christmas and then go to MAGFest. Hopefully I'll see some cool fans, hang out with some cool friends at MAGFest, maybe people who are listening to this right now. I don't know. We'll find out. Ooh. I'm really looking forward to it because it'll also be nice not having to worry about making a video at the same time. Once I get back from that, I'm going to put out my, my end of the year video, and that might be a little stressful, but but hopefully we'll make it through this together. Um, we'll, for the we'll people, out for, the, for the guys who want to come up to, to Mr. Weedman, he's not uh, the the critic, super critic, whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> The, the oh, nostalgia critic. Nostalgia yeah, critic. critic. He's not nostalgic critic. Mistaken one time for that. Look, here's yeah. the distinction. George does not wear a hat. Nostalgia critic does wear a hat. There, there you go. go. Just, there you just go. glance tell. upward. I might hat? soon though. Yes. I'm not George. But my hairline awkward. is about to reach Matt. Reach Matt. Ah! My hairline just is about to reach Matt. George. <laughs> just wear a hat that says I am George. A George hat. Yeah. Can you do that? Let's next marketing thing. I, next I, will, I will look into bunny it. Bunny hat. George weed hat. 
<laughs> George super <laughs> super bunny hat. George weed hat. Okay. Super bunny top. And there's like Cute. a crown around the edges. That would be tight, actually. Well, I mean, you know, like my Twitter avatar used this to be. This is going uh, on longer than. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, this, guy with this... the crown. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's get back to our lives. <laughs> yeah. So DJ, what Bye, do we everybody. have? Oh yeah. Oh, oh um, shit. Our um, musical guest. Uh, our musical in sync. Uh, has right. has reformulated, recoalesced into a single organism for for <laughs> tonight's performance. Uh, Jones, take right. it away, in sync and the the out of sync boys. <laughs> that was a mess. Now that would get you shot for sure.